Welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast. We got our second bonus episode centered all around Call of Duty. Um, as always, I'm your host, Danzel, aka Black Ice 8. Joined by my co-host here, got Manny, aka Goop, Master Flex. What's up, bro? What's up? We just staying gooping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, we staying gooping as always. We got Chris, aka May 25th. What's going on, my guy? Uh, you know... Like I always say, same shit, different toilet. I'm excited for episode number two of our bonuses. Yes, Good sir. to see y'all. Yes, Good sir. to see y'all. And yes, we sir. have a special guest for our bonus episode this time around. <laughs> got my guy Orlando, <laughs> a.k.a. Omax Sauce. What's up, bro? What's going on, world? Yeah, yeah, Glad yeah. Glad to be here. Glad to be here with these uh, three awesome gentlemen. Yeah, hey, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> talk some cod let's talk a little bit of cod but you know first Podcast. off though let the people know about you man like you know these guys all know us by now so introduce yourself a little bit what's up yeah so you know these guys a little bit about me so my name is orlando aka omax sauce um you can check me out at omaxsauce.com um, i have a couple of articles there some stuff that i wrote just kind of around the gaming and tech world from customizing your gaming desk to uh, call of duty games to you know new consoles things like that um, but you can check me out omaxsauce.com or twitch.tv slash omaxsauce i also have a social media presence um official underscore omaxsauce on instagram and facebook gaming omaxsauce yeah hey. and don't forget when you go to mcdonald's ask for the omaxsauce <laughs> <laughs> captain Oh god. god! Well, yeah, 35 man. Thirty-five cents a pack. <laughs> we're excited to have Omax Sauce with us. You know, even though we're we're cracking a little bit of jokes here and there. Um, but yeah, he's he's probably the biggest Call of Duty fan I know. So it only made sense if we're going to be having a bonus episode about Call of Duty that we would have him up in here. So we're going to start off with our own little icebreaker this time around. Chris, I'm stealing your segment. I'm gonna, I'm going to ask the question this uh, time. Yeah, but I'm wind sti- it up, though. Wind no, you got to wind though. it up, though. I'm going to let you wind uh, it up when I ask the question. That's your thing, man. Uh, can't uh, take that away from you. All right, let me get, let me share on my internet, Mark. Hold up. Hold up. We really got to get an animation. <laughs> we do. Terrible. We do. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah. So, guys, uh, you know, we all just want to kind of figure out where, because all of us have played Call of Duty at some point or another. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we all currently play Call of Duty. So, we just want to get an understanding of where you guys first started out with Call of Duty. What was your first Call of Duty game? So, we're going to let our guests go first. Omac, what's up? My first Call of Duty game, I remember, so, okay. So my first experience with Call of Duty was when the first Call of Duty came out in like 02 or 03, whatever year it came out in. And I didn't have a computer to play it because it came out on PC, even came out on Mac. Um, And I was in sixth or seventh grade. My neighbor who lived across the street, I won't say his name, (laughs) I don't want to blow up his spot, but he had a Windows PC 
obviously Windows PC. He had a Windows computer, and he actually was playing Call of Duty. So I came over because he was restringing my guitar. I didn't really play guitar back in the day. I thought I was cool, but, you know. Anyways, he was restringing my guitar, and I saw him playing Call of Duty. I'm like, what is that? That's amazing. Like, my dad does not let me play video games like this, and I want to. So he's telling me all about Call of Duty, just like the um the campaign and from there on i'm like okay i need shooters i need shooters in my life like can i hurry up and turn 16 years old so my dad can let me play these but uh that's that's where it started for me my very first like okay i'm in call of duty now and i'm gonna just like play this every night every day was modern warfare like the first modern warfare that was modern warfare call of duty 4 modern warfare my favorite like that's where it all started for me. Mm. I respect it. Okay. Okay. I respect it. Chris, what about you, man? You're, you got a complicated <laughs> history. Yeah, I was about to say my shit is not as uh, shiny as Omax sauce's story. Love and hate. Yeah, but big hate at first. Big <laughs> big hate. Um. Yeah. No. Nah, uh, my relationship with uh, COD from way back. It's a big love hate relationship. More uh, hate than love. Um, strictly due to the fact that back then I didn't play a lot of FPSs, Destiny, again, opened that door for me. And, uh, I just didn't enjoy them. They just weren't my thing. Like, I would play sometimes at my friend's houses, like, when they would have, like, GoldenEye up or whatever. Like, that was kind of cool. But aside from that, like, I didn't touch none of these kind of games. And I would, like, I'd go in COD lobbies when I was younger and just die on spawn. Die on spawn. Die on spawn. Never even get to shoot my gun. And I'm like, I thought everybody on the map is supposed to shoot at least one time. At least. No, not me. So uh, that left a really bad taste in my mouth for a while. So I literally did not touch these games again until I want to say Warzone. And Warzone comes around. I play with you guys. I actually find out I really kind of like it a little bit. It's fun. Even though I'm still getting clapped, I've learned (laughs) to relish in my clapping. But not not the clapping that I do, but the clapping that is done to me involuntarily. You know pause. what I'm saying? Super pause. Get this man a pause. I'm glad you did it for me before I was going to do it, because you know I'm good for a pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've embraced it, and it got to the point where Warzone was like, all right, bet. So now that I know I like this game, how do I get better weapons? And Cass is like, yo, you got to go play multiplayer and shit. And I was like, oh, God. What? So... I started playing Motis. Lo and behold, it's like some Destiny stuff carried over or something. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is not that bad. <laughs> and then I experienced the beauty that is shipment. <laughs> <sighs> and then I, I, that's, I'm never going to be able to go back after shipment. Experiencing shipment for the first time was two reactions. Game starts. And I go... Bro, what the fuck? This is crazy. Like, I can't even move. <clears throat> By the end of the game, my reaction was, yo, that was nonstop spraying and jumping. Yo, shipment is lit, bro. And then, like, after that, it was just, it was it, man. I don't know. I kind of fell in love with the multiplayer, too. Now I'm here. I don't yeah. really play Cold War too much, but Modern Warfare is lit. So. Yeah, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember my first time on shipment finding like 
the verticalness of it and like being yeah, able to get on the cargo stuff and actually like jumping on to other containers. It took me two months to realize yeah. that oh, you could what? Yeah. that like changed the game, game for changer, me. That for sure. changed the game. <laughs> I had no idea until somebody actually was camping up there once he shot me like four times in a row. And I was like, how you even get up there? I walked around and I noticed <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a barrel and I was <laughs> and he was mad when it first happened. Everyone thinks you're hacking. <coughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. Because I remember yeah. that was my first thought too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Manny, Manny, what's your first experience with Call of Duty, man? Me, um, my first ever Call of Duty I played was Call of Duty Three. I remember actually getting that like Black Friday a long time ago for the PlayStation Two. Uh, it was like something my brother suge- <clears throat> suggested. So like. You know, that's how I first played it, but I wasn't, like, really into it until, like, the Modern Warfare 2 days when, like, that really became mainstream. Like, I'm Modern Warfare 2 just had the best story. Like, like that's why I loved about Call of Duty so much was, like, the stories at first. And now, like, Call of Duty is more uh, multiplayer-based. Mm. So, like, even though... Uh, even though I do play a lot of multiplayer now, um, I still like some of the Call of Duty stories that they have, like the recent ones that they uh, brought out, like Modern Warfare and Cold War were actually pretty decent. But um, yeah, that's how it pretty much started out in the Modern Warfare 2, the golden days. Okay. Okay. The golden yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. My my experience is actually going to mirror Manny's in a way. Um, my very first experience with Call of Duty was actually Call of Duty 2. Uh, it was a launch title for the Xbox 360, and I remember just really enjoying the story. I didn't really dive too much into the the multiplayer stuff at the time. Um, I think I dabbled, and you know, it was fun, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the way it all kind of framed itself. But <clears throat> you know, the, the World War II aesthetic was just kind of like, all right, like this is an I've, I've played this enough. Like I played Medal of Honor mm-hmm. and all these other games, so you know, whatever. This is cool. Put it aside. Yada yada yada. Then Modern Warfare came out, bro. Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare changed everything. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, it came out right around the time Halo came out. And I was like, yeah, Halo 3, Halo 3. We're all playing Halo 3, whatever, whatever. And then, like, Call of Duty just came in and just freaking snatched the crown from Halo at the time, man. Like, it was it was just such a revolutionary game in the way that... They had the gameplay loop of, all right, you dive into multiplayer, you get these kills, these kills get you XP, you, your XP levels you up, and now you're unlocking different guns, now you're unlocking attachments for all these guns. They were setting themselves up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh shit, like this is like, this is like an RPG in a shooter kind of thing, like, mm. oh shit, like this is amazing, you know, and um, and you know, I was pretty good at it at the time too, so you know, that that helped, like helped, you know, get you into a little <laughs> bit more. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, man. Yeah, I, I would say that that was really my like the thing that dove me headfirst into Call of Duty was uh, was Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. <clears throat> and then over time, I definitely kind of strayed off a little bit. Um, and then yeah, modern this Modern Warfare, you know, this most recent one in 2019, brought me right back along. And Warzone just kind of sunk its teeth into me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I still have some gripes with the game, to be completely honest. But uh, but yeah. I, I've definitely considered myself a Call of Duty fan again because of Modern Warfare 2019 and Warzone. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But thanks, guys, for uh, for indulging in that icebreaker there. So, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of, I guess in a way, talking about where we all started, um, you know, talked a lot about where the franchise itself started. 
you know, we talked about <clears throat> the idea that, you know, Orlando mentioned he played the, or at least was aware of the original Call of Duty uh, back when it was on PC. And, you know, we all know kind of the inception of it where uh, Infinity Ward was a studio that was work. Actually, they weren't Infinity Ward at the time, but when they were working on Medal of Honor, they kind of branched off, came over to Activision created the Infinity Ward brand and, you know, decided, okay, like, since we had a falling out with, uh, with EA and Medal of Honor, let's make our own thing. And so, you know, we obviously we all know that it started off as more of a World War II situation. And, uh, you know, again, as, as I mentioned, once we dove into the, the Call of Duty 4 world, the, the, the modern warfare side of things, that's really the Call of Duty that, you know, we all know and, and really love nowadays. Um, and as I mentioned, you know, like the gameplay loop, the way everything was set up with multiplayer, uh, I just feel like it was so so revolutionary. You know, <clears throat> Orlando, you know, as as kind of our, our resident super fan for this episode, tell us a little bit about you know h- how things evolved over time with Call of Duty, like what you perceive. Oh man, so specifically around Modern Warfare, um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, they saw a huge potential, like you said, of like leveling up, getting new weapons, and then just turning it almost into like an RPG. And I think being able to take like a World War II setting, going into a modern setting, and then realizing, okay, we can completely change like the the time, right? And then the in which the game takes place, and it'll still like keep moving up, and it'll still have traction, like Black Ops. Like we consistently every other year bounce between like you know 70s 80s to modern day i mean that is modern but what we now know as modern day warfare and they bring all those all of those elements of progression and different characters that we fall in love with characters that we hate and then skins and everything like they throw it into any they can throw it into any like any game regardless of the war regardless of like the time in which it takes place and it'll always progress and people will always not to spend the money but they'll put more more of themselves into it other than sit down numb out shoot people and play so they do a really good job of that and just it's not just the game it's everything that everything that surrounds it mm-hmm. and the story that is built on it stories mm-hmm. many stories yeah yeah, you bring up the story side of things like that's uh, that's actually something that like I actually kind of forgot about until you just mentioned it. You know, a lot of people talk about Call of Duty and are really thinking about the multiplayer side of things. But there's a pretty deep history or rich history, I should say, in the Call of Duty story. Right. Like <clears throat> Modern Warfare changed changed the game as far as the multiplayer. But the stories in uh, the story in Modern Warfare and the the missions and the way they all played out, like those are some of the most memorable moments in gaming for me in particular. Um, like I I remember like the all gillied up mission. Like everybody talks mm-hmm. about that. Like that's classic, mm-hmm. you know. So so yeah, I mean <clears throat> Manny, I, I I know you know about the all gillied up mission. I know you know about some of those of missions. Of course. So, what do you think about that stuff? Yeah, I mean you know it's like. You know what Call of Duty is like a bunch of these war stories, and like I really like how they just like come up with these like new ideas every year. Um, you know, like starting with the trilogy, you know, the original Modern Warfare trilogy, like how 
they're out here chasing this terrorist and doing all these things. And then you get attached to these characters and, you know, you end up seeing what happens to these characters. And it's like they do, they do a really good job with, like, just basically just giving you the story and making you want to be, like, more invested into it. And, like, you know, I know maybe I think, like, the Black Ops 3 area or, like, the Black Ops 4, like, they canceled the mo- uh, the campaign just to put the blackout mode, which was a little sad, but, like, I'm glad that they kind of came back to that with um, the last Modern Warfare in the Cold War. And um, how do you even, like, change the campaign on the Cold War where it's, like, you know, the stuff you do, the choices you make actually impacts the game. So, yeah, I mean, definitely revolutionary stuff um, at the time, too, for, like, COD 4, like, you know, you, you've barely seen any, like, modern-day combat warrior games with, like, these crazy stories. And now, like, you see them everywhere because, like, Call of Duty was, like, the first one to ever do it, and everybody loved it. Yeah. So, yeah. definitely uh, revolutionary. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think the the other thing as far as what made it revolutionary in the story um, is just that I don't ever remember a game being as immersive right like there's all these like crazy freaking things happening to you in first person and i don't know it's it's just like a really bombastic story it was like everybody equated it's like if michael bay made a video game right like there's all these crazy explosions all this crazy shit happening yeah yeah definitely yeah but it's all happening to you in real time like like you never break character, right? There's never a moment where it breaks off into third person from what I can recall. It's always from your perspective of the character that you're playing. Uh, I remember, was it the beginning of Modern Warfare, like of Call of Duty 4? You were playing in first person and I, I feel like you were playing as like a, well, you were in the perspective of a terrorist or someone else. In the like, backseat of the car. Yeah, and then he got, like, shot mm-hmm. in the face or something. Like, two, or the first one. No, the first one. I yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. the first one, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you're in the, the first car, one. and they're driving you to the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember I, that. I think it ended with you dying, though, right? Like, yep, that's you, yeah. you get, you yeah. get shot in you the face. You get shot in the yeah. face, yeah. <laughs> you're driving like, through, oh, like, like, little towns, and, like, people are, like, clearing the roads, and you have the two guys up front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that 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 type of stuff, you know, games weren't really doing that back then, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like Halo definitely had a good story and I think probably would be the closest thing that you can kind of talk to about like first person immersive experiences, but I don't really remember any other games doing it in that regard, right? Like a like a real gritty war story in first person, you know, and like it's it's pretty much a blockbuster movie, right? And I think that a lot of that DNA is really what's kind of translated over to what we love, still love about Call of Duty now, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. now it's a lot more multiplayer focused, just because that's just kind of the way, you know, things things went as far as the industry as a whole. But yeah, I mean, that whole Modern Warfare trilogy, even the original Black Ops, all that stuff, the storylines in those games, which honestly wasn't even in my head when we started, you know, having this discussion, but those those mm-hmm. can come off as or those in my mind are actually pretty iconic. Like those stories are are pretty underrated. Things we don't I don't think we talk about enough. Think yeah. about like go ahead, Manny. No, 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 you can go, you can go. Like think about how cinema like how involved we get into cinema. Like completely random, but the MCU, like we are excited when we see a new character on the screen, like Oh my gosh, that's this person from this comic, and they have this power, and they're using their power in front of us. Like, mm-hmm. cinema has such a huge like hold on us, and 
not hold, but has such an impression on us. And Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, like being in the backseat, like it's a movie, mm-hmm. right? And you're diving into it and you have all of these storylines and all of these characters and characters from different backgrounds, characters from different countries. Like so many people love these games and not just Americans. Like you have Captain Price, mm-hmm. right? British from the UK. Mm-hmm. And even from the like the latest Modern Warfare, Farah, she like how many like how many players you think can relate to a character character like that that couldn't relate before to mm-hmm. a character in Call of Duty in a positive way? Like yeah, not many, yeah. You know, like before. there's just so much that you can find something, hold on to it and love Call of Duty for it. And it being sort of cinematic and having these characters. Like imagine if a Call of Duty movie came out, like people say it every year all the time, when's a Call of Duty movie coming out? When's a Call of Duty movie coming out? Like it would be too much to handle in one movie, but like it would like it would just blow it up. Yeah, more than I, it's already. Blown I up. think I think it would benefit Activision to not come out with a Call of Duty movie because I think hold the, onto that card. Yeah, the way that the way that it's all set up, I think, is so cinematic as it is. Like mm-hmm. the, the thing that they really captured well, at least specifically with Infinity Ward, um, and I, I do give Treyarch their credit, but like I feel specifically with Infinity Ward, they they captured the essence of you know. Like like you said, what makes a movie captivating and the immersion yeah. of it and all that jazz. That yeah, I don't think that they should bother trying to make it a movie. It's mm-hmm. just it already is. They can make what yeah. It is. I mean, they can make it a movie and then people just hate it, right? Um, but There's yeah, more I think at involved. I think at some point, Call of Duty should be on movies, should be in cinema or TV. I think in some way, it's at some capacity, it should make its way there. I get you. Yeah, there's a sto- there are like, stories that that can be told. I would. If if they ever went into that, if they were, ever went down that road, I would prefer that they didn't touch where it already existed. You know, mm. if you just use the franchise name and you yeah. tell another story in that universe, yeah. cool, throw, sure. Throw some familiar faces in there, but not as main roles. Right. Um, it would feel like a Call of Duty Ghosts, almost. That's what it would feel like. Mm. Oh, don't mm. say that. Ghosts is no, the worst uh, game. <laughs> I, I love Ghosts. Oh no! I love Ghost. Well, <laughs> let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. I don't hate Ghost for the reason people hate Ghost, and I also don't like it for the reason that people hate it. I just, it's a story. Like, anyways, go ahead. No, but like, <clears throat> no, I, I know what you mean though. I know what like you're trying to say too, Denzel. Is like you know you don't want to touch what was already happened and like kind of like ruin what you know what was there for everybody. Like. Mm-hmm. And it would be dope too, like you see, like a cameo of like oh Captain Price or right. you know, cameos. Yes. Yeah, you know yes, what I'm saying. Um, and like, not even just like the you know the Modern Warfare and the uh, the Black Ops uh, franchises, but you know one of my favorite campaigns is actually um, the Advanced Warfare one. Like when they first like dove into that futuristic. You didn't, you don't like that, Lando? Nah, go, <laughs> ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I th- I honestly thought like the advanced warfare like campaign was just one of those underrated campaigns, but that's just me in my opinion. I mean, you know, Orlando said he liked the, the ghost, and you know, we looked at him weird too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think it drowned in the campaign. It drowned in the multiplayer, and what like they just didn't do well with it. <laughs> campaign was fine. I yeah. I weirdly liked advanced warfare, but I also understood the gripes around it. It was like everything else that they did after advanced warfare that just annoyed the crap out of me. Like, Advanced Warfare was, like, right when I was like, all right, you guys got me. And then I, I don't even remember what they did after that because I just stopped paying attention to Call of Duty at, at that point. That was well, that period of time where they Three after? Me. Yeah, Black Ops 3. I feel like 
you know, because Black Ops 2 was like the first futuristic, but it wasn't like Advanced Warfare where it's like you got this exosuit and you're flying around with the jetpacks and everything like that. And then Black Ops 3 kind of like took that and you like, you know, and made advancements to it. Yeah. And that's what people really didn't like because it was like, all right, you know, it's good for one year. And, you know, but we kind of like the traditional Call of Duty where you just like boots on the ground and you just find each other like not flying around with all these, yeah. you know, unnecessary <laughs> new technologies. But I just like I said, like if Advanced Warfare was just like the only one where it was just like futuristic as it is, I thought it probably would have been like, you know, we probably would have never seen like Call of Duty World War Two because, you know, that was like when everybody was like, oh, we want old stuff. Like we don't want to see, you know, future stuff again. And, like, that's probably, like, you know, we would have seen, like, an Advanced Warfare, too. But I honestly thought that Advanced Warfare was, like, one like a really good story to act. You know, I hope that they yeah. kind of, like, go back to one day. Yeah. But. I feel you. I, yeah, yeah, I like that, too. You know, the thing, I now that you were talking about it, and I'm, I'm thinking about it a little bit more, too. I think the reason why I liked Advanced Warfare, because um, I, don't, I don't necessarily remember the story. I just enjoyed playing the game. I think mm-hmm. anytime, like, and you, you guys may know this about me, maybe not, but, like, anytime... I feel like fluidity of movement in games, like that shit hooks me, bro. Like <clears throat> Mirror's Edge like hooked me. Like I like the yeah, feeling of fluidity. Before. Like I just I really like too. yeah, feeling mobile yeah. in a game. Like Destiny, right? Like Destiny th- there's a, a high like emphasis on mobility, especially playing as a hunter. Like Chris can attest to that. So like <laughs> even though he hates hunters now, <laughs> traitor. Um anyways, uh <laughs> I love that though. Like anytime I can maneuver around a situation and then like get the upper hand and, and use gunplay, I like that a lot. So mm-hmm. I feel like Advanced Warfare really spoke to me in that regard. But then everything else just kind of got a little ridiculous and it was like, all right, you guys are doing a little too much. Little mm-hmm. too much. But yeah, Chris, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I, I know your experience with some of these games isn't necessarily the same as ours, but have you ever really gotten a chance to dabble in any of the campaign stuff? Nope, I've always heard good things about them, but like my experience with Call of Duty is way more limited than you guys'. Mm-hmm, so yeah. like I've um I've always had plans to kind of go in and do the Modern Warfare one at some point, but I never got a chance to. Like I ain't even gonna hold you. Like I bought the full game because I needed to get my weapons for Warzone. <laughs> so I, I you know I, I that's the most I could say, and I would go on a multiplayer to level up my weapons for Warzone. Now. I fell in love with it, the multiplayer side of the game, but the campaign was probably the last thing on my list of priorities to do when I bought Modern Warfare. It was definitely about those weapons. I feel you. So, but like, you I almost bought hardware for that. No, mm. I've never had. Well, I'm curious, curious to know what you think. Maybe you know that's something yeah. we might revisit if you ever decide to dabble in it. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the man. Black Ops campaign, I think you would like more that now line of things yeah um this like you know the soap and price campaign from modern warfare well the from call of duty modern warfare call of duty for modern warfare that campaign with soap i think you would enjoy but i don't think you would knowing you i don't think you would enjoy it as much as black ops but you should most definitely to under to even understand warzone and potential characters that are that are going to be like shown in warzone you should play the modern warfare campaign you yeah, really even should. if you just dabble in it a little bit. Because I think even <clears throat> even Modern Warfare 2019, like, the way they design the story, like, I don't think it's, like, the best Call of Duty story. Oh, hold on. I'm here. I'm here. I'm right. here. <laughs> I don't think it's the best <laughs> Call of Duty story. 
Uh, but I do think it still kind of captures the essence of what makes an Infinity Ward-based Call of Duty game. Like, the immersion factor and, like, the oh-shit moments of, like, oh, my God, I wasn't expecting that. And this is happening to me in real time. Like, it's it's interesting. I've, I would definitely encourage you to try it at some point, even if you get, like, a couple, yeah. you know, a couple missions in or whatever. That's but, where the real, like, cinema, cinema stuff comes into play, man. Yeah. Like, mm. whoo, some if, of these characters... Oh my god. You fall in love with it. You fall in love and then you get upset. But like you have to, man. Yeah, you have it's a to. fun ride. It's a it's a it's a really fun roller coaster ride. It's one of those things you can just kinda like like Orlando mentioned, just like veg out, experience it, and like just a fun Michael Bay action movie. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not like crazy and de- oh uh, there's some there's some depth in this story. Like but it's interesting. That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. I recommend, you know, checking it out. But, <clears throat> you know, since since we kind of dabble in, you know, the, the, the past of Call of Duty and, you know, all the different things that have been going on, you know, I guess the key thing is what do you guys think is, what do you think the franchise should be going from here, right? Like, we know what's going on with Warzone. Tremendous hit. You know, we see what's going on with mm-hmm. Cold War. Obviously, we just had a new season drop. Um, for Warzone and Cold War, so they're expanding things in the zombie realm. They're expanding things in the BR realm. But you know, I'm just curious where you guys think the franchise is maybe going. Um, you know, uh, Orlando, I'll let you start off. Yeah, I think <clears throat> tapping into like Call of Duty does a good job of tapping into what's currently popular, like zombies. That came out like that was getting there. That was gaining traction. They capitalized. BRs, they didn't capitalize as much on Blackout, which I love Blackout and I miss Blackout. <laughs> um, but like they, that was the first BR, Call of Duty BR, and they, I think they did a decent job with it. Actually, my my biggest memory with playing Blackout is actually Denzel. You, t- I joined a party one time with you, and you're like, dude, like, sorry, hold up. Sorry, you were like, dude, um, come up for air. Stop playing this game. Word for word, that's what you said. Come up for come air. Up for air. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I really got so like into this BR. Like, it's Call of Duty, which I love, and it's BR, which PUBG was my first BR, and you introduced that to me too. Where I'm like, man, like I got sucked into this. Um, but like they, again, so they do a good job of like grabbing onto what's popular and going. I think. The next step, right, because you can't just hold, put all your cards in one basket, right? You can't just hold on to Warzone. You can't just hold on to Zombies. Um, so, some could say VR is the next step. I think it would do them an injustice to dive into VR right now because they're limited as to what they can do. Mm-hmm. Unless they like really like make it super immersive in a way where it's so fluid. Like Call of Duty, for the most part, is one of the most fluid multiplayer games. Like, Hands if down. they can... Yeah, if they can throw that into the VR world, by all means, hit that head-on first right now. All these companies are diving into VR and AR, right? That is, I would say that could be the potential next step. Not right now. Not right now. Keep riding this VR wave. Um, And multiplayer is huge. And everyone at home, everyone playing, everyone competing. Like, the Call of Duty League is huge. Like, keep, keep riding on with that. Um, but the next like big step away from where they are now, I would say, is VR a couple of years down the road. Mm. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, VR. I, I think the VR tech would have to like get up there a little bit, yep. but because you're not, it's not going to be smooth. 
You know, it's yeah. not going to be the Call of Duty name. You're going to you're going to be playing like Onward and you're like, oh, like, yeah, like, I'm <laughs> gun, but I'm uncomfortable. Although Even one, two seconds of being uncomfortable, you're not going to want to play this every night for the next couple months. You have know? you seen the Medal of Honor game that they're dropping? On I have Oculus. I mean, that looks pretty yeah. smooth. I feel it like does. and I'm just, a you know, precursor or I guess um, something to like start off with is like I'm a huge VR uh fan like i have my quest you know i enjoy it a lot but i feel like playing call of duty i would throw up <laughs> like after you, one you'd adapt game. to it Ooh, man that's you'd like some heavy adaptation bro i would think of all the adaptation we've already one. done with these games maybe not to that extent not physically but like over the years we've all been gaming for years yeah four years and we've been good at the games that we've played and like really you know the games we dive into like I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. You would dive into VR. You already have experience with VR. And, like, yeah, you'd be all right. I think you would throw up. <laughs> oh, like, I think it's, like, I think it's going to be intense. Like, I'm just imagining. I would throw up for the for the mere sake of me just, I'm playing it so hardcore for hours. <laughs> and my real like, bro, where are you? Are you in space or are you in your basement? Like, chill. <laughs> but like I'm thinking of it like all right, so like strap my Oculus Quest to my head, like 90 hertz monitor basically on the on the screen, freaking like the visceral like craziness of Call of Duty that's happening. I would throw up, <laughs> bro. I don't know. I just that would be so intense. But I would I would still let me let me put it this way. I think I would throw up, but I still want that experience. Like I still would like to oh, try it. You know of what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd still be curious to see where it goes, but. But yeah, VR, that's an interesting take. I'm I would love to see that. Um but yeah, Chris, where do you think this franchise can go? Um where it can go. I think, you know, the VR thing is uh it's been huge for them the last year or so. And I think there's there's still a lot more that they can do within that in terms of like the type of game modes they give us, in terms of um the type of maps that they give us and the scaling in the maps and all that kind of good stuff. One thing I, I would love to see them really do with the franchise and um I'm newer to it, so I shouldn't probably be the best representative for this, but I hear people talk about it all the time. It's very clear that they're putting most of their emphasis on the Battle Royale aspect of the game and not so much on multiplayer anymore. And I've heard it from many people. So there's a lot of people who don't like Battle Royale, right? Mm-hmm. They just don't want to touch it. That's not their thing. And they've been playing COD for years in the multiplayer lobbies, and that's what they like to do. There's people out there who like to get on. They don't even touch dom- um, domination or anything. I just want to play free-for-all for a few hours and, and, and knock some heads off. And when I look at the patch notes that come out every time they drop anything, there's a couple things in there for multiplayer generally, but it's a list and a half for Warzone every single time. Warzone is the one thing they give all their eyes to. And I, again, I can't really say from like a a standpoint of, oh, man, back in the day, because I don't know back in the day. But I I can confidently say I've heard it from way more than enough people to say that this is definitely a thing I think that bothers a lot of folks. Um, There's a lot of YouTubers, actually. There's a couple that I watched that they built their channels off of multiplayer gameplay, not Mm -hmm. BR or anything like that. And they're frustrated because it's like, well, I want to play this game. I really like this game. But you guys give us nothing anymore. It's almost kind of like how the people complain about PvP with Destiny a little bit. Where like they're just not refreshing things fast enough. And they're just not 
uh, you know, going after outliers and stuff like that fast mm-hmm. enough. They're getting better with it, but it's just it's a slog in order for something to happen. And um, so, for example, I know in Modern Warfare 19, people complained about like stupid shit, like footsteps and stuff like that for the entire year that Modern Warfare was the main game. And every time a patch note list came out, people were expecting, did they even tweak the sound adjustment on those or anything like that? Can they please do something about this? And it just felt like they went, they didn't even acknowledge the fact that people were talking about it for mad long. Mm -hmm. So it's just like things like that, I think that they can get a lot better at. I think there's enough space here because multiplayer is still fire. You know, I don't think they should just not give it any love. And I get why they're giving love to Warzone because it's their cash cow right now. Warzone sells their skins. It sells the blueprints. You know, you want to go buy the next operator so you can bring them into a Warzone, right? That, that's what it is. It's not about <laughs> multiplayer anymore. So I, I don't know. I just wish there was a way for them to kind of like shine that light back onto that a little bit mm. and for it to not feel so... It feels like it's a race. Like they have two things that they're really trying to like handle and BR is... Whoosh, and now it's almost like, well, well, we still have multiplayer, but eh, if we have any extra assets, throw them in the war zone. You know, but let's not ever give the multiplayer side of the things something to grip onto. And there's a lot of people out there who are veteran players who feel like they're getting like shafted right now because it's like, I don't want to play war. I don't, I don't want to play that. Like that's not what I came into this liking. Mm. It's not for me because there's people out there who will say. I don't want to sit around and open up boxes for like 15 minutes before the action kicks in in the Warzone matches. That's not what I like. I like going around and shooting people nonstop action. It's just a different vibe, you know? And I I, I can I, I can sympathize with that, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I kind of wish that they would kind of fix that a little bit. Um, it's funny because it kind of digs into a different topic that I don't know if we have time to talk about here, but... Um, you know, the whole skill-based skill-based matchmaking thing that, like, the whole community is always in uproar about constantly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And that's actually a thing that touches Warzone, too. They complain about it in both Warzone and multiplayer. I don't know how they fix that. I don't know how they they tweak that, because it's... I feel like half the YouTube videos about Call of Duty, be it Cold War or anything else, is about skill-based matchmaking. Just a, yeah, just a refresher crazy. on it, though. What what exactly is the issue with skill-based matchmaking? So Call of Duty has a very, very, very crazy algorithm in place for when you're playing to the point where like, they know when you rage quit. They know when you are probably more prone to stay on and play another couple more games. They know which maps you don't like. They know all that bullshit. They, they record all the data and they throw an algorithm at you so that way you can't just go into lobbies and get in there with people who are beneath your skill level. They're going to most times try to place you into these lobbies with people who are at least at your skill level or a lot of times better than you are. And people complain that they can't just sit down some nights and just have a casual COD session. Every game, some for some people, they say, comes off like a tournament game and they have to sweat every single match and they don't want to do that and blah, blah, blah. And then you got the high-level players who are like, well, I get it. I'm a good player, but that doesn't mean that I want to like play balls to the wall every time I play God. But the way how the algorithm is set up, I can't get into a lobby that doesn't require me to play like I'm about to win $10,000 at the end of the day type of thing. How do we get around that? And for me personally, it's it's weird because I don't know how to really 
quantify how much that's affecting things or not because they're not going to give us those numbers. Like Activision's mm-hmm. never going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, but it's I'm, a thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Plus, I'm sure this. I would. I would gather to. Uh, I just feel like it's probably a, a very vocal minority complaining about this. I agree yeah. with you. Because, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, it's, that's, imagine, that's just so, interesting. So imagine no skill-based matchmaking, right? And then the potential of getting thrown into a game where you want to sit down, you want to just shoot people and kill, or just progress a weapon. Cool, chill. You see someone running into a wall, light them up. Cool, you, you're getting kills for the guns. Now, you can get the polar opposite of that. Where <laughs> you have people who are the terminology I want to use, but the terminology Chris has used earlier, clapping cheeks, and you can't get anything done. And mm-hmm. if it's a moment where you just want to numb out and play, you can't. You yeah. can't. So turning skill-based matchmaking on and off, cool. That'd be a great option. I think there's a lot of work that would go into that. But I don't think... It just seems like a weird complaint well, because I'm, I'm, I'm not asking player, for it to be turned off. By the better. way, I'm just being clear on that. No, I guess oh yeah, because yeah. like, yeah. if I have a gripe with if I had a gripe with skill based matchmaking and my goal was to just play a game to just play in whatever and I'm out, like that's not going to work out. Eventually, it's going to get like it's going to get worse. Like I'm just going to start joining joining games. I'm just going to get clapped every time with skill based. At least you have a level median where right. you can you can kill like you can play a game and not. I'd rather play a game and have to focus a little more than play a game and always get clapped. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I feel, like, yeah, I, I feel like that's the exact alternative, right? It's like if you yep. if you turn off skill-based matchmaking, <laughs> then you just start getting destroyed by yeah. all the other sweats. Like it's just mm-hmm. – that's, that's a weird and interesting complaint because the matchmaking is put in place for this exact reason, right? Yeah, like turning turning off matchmaking, and then it's like the old days on PC where everyone's just a sweat, and then you're just getting destroyed, and then it's not fun. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. There are because... way more people who are going to if the op- if they had the option to hop in a game where skill based matchmaking wasn't a thing and destroy people, then there are people who are just saying, "I just want a casual gameplay." Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I think you guys are discrediting how loud that that community is, man. Because like. Regardless I, I of re- regardless of how loud the community is, though, right? Like, the alternative is much worse. Facts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, also, let me continue a little bit for, to give you more context with this. I think the biggest thing that I'm seeing a lot of people ask for, they're not asking for skill-based matchmaking to be taken out of the game completely. Because that's just kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think what people are asking for people to do is more or less, again, what Bungie did. Because Bungie used to have skill-based matchmaking in all their playlists. And they took it out of their pub playlists and kept it in their competitive ones. So trials, and if we go into comp or some shit like that, that's skill-based. But if you go into control, it's just connected to whoever, and it is what it is, right? I'm sorry, sir. Holy I, I don't want to cut you off, but trials is not skill-based, bro. <laughs> Dog, it's when you get to the end of that card, you get to the end of the card, it is completely a skill-based thing. It has to be. There's no way it's not. Because like you're never gonna go against a non-sweat team he, towards the sixth or seventh win. That's never gonna happen, bro. If it's skill based, why are we getting clapped all the time? Well, because see, that's part <laughs> of the. Sorry, we're going on a tangent, people. <laughs> but the reason why we get clapped is because of the way how the card structure is. And so it's card based matchmaking. For the first few matches, I would say like that, yeah. But because of the way the reward structure was, where before you had to like kind of refresh your shit so many times to get tokens and. 
people were out here doing shit like jumping off the bridge or whatever to kind of like just get their weapon. That kind of put a wrench in things or whatever. But I promise you, if you're going for flawless and you're on the, the last two wins of your card, yeah, you ain't going against no... It, it's going to be a crazy time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, again, I don't really have really much of a, a, a say in it. It's just one of those things to me that I see it a lot and mm-hmm. I know that they, they, they talk about it. Mm-hmm. And like, Dude, I see some dudes sometimes, man, they'll be playing and they'll just rage quit and just stop playing and cut their whole stream off because they're mad at the skill-based matchmaking just fucking them up all night or whatever. I just and don't know I'm how it like, can really mess you up more than not having it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't understand that. Like, I don't want to really, I don't want to keep going with this, but like, like you're going into a lobby with people who are somewhat you're in the same skill level or like <laughs> close enough where... You can still progress and have a good time. Like I don't, the like Danzel said, the alternative to that I don't see as appealing. And if all you want is just to sit there and be able to clap people, that's the only reason I can see someone being upset. Like maybe you're playing the wrong game. How, how I look at it, honestly, is like you know, <clears throat> especially uh, like Chris mentioned, uh, for, uh, like these streamers complaining about like the skill based matchmaking and that like, oh, they want to like chill out and just not have to sweat. It's like. You know, you're streaming and trying to give content for the people watching. And if you just want to watch, like, if you're just going to, like, sit out here and be like, oh, I want, like, basically put an easy lobby so I can just clap these people without I even have to try. Like, mm. then it's like, are you even really, like, a good gamer? Or Why am just, I watching you? Know, you? Yeah, <laughs> like, you guys heard you about know? the reverse boost and shit, right? No. No. Oh, all right. Go ahead, Manny. I'm going to talk to you about that after. <laughs> and then we can move on. No, I'm sorry. like, I'm this just, like, crazy. I'm just saying. It's like, you know, if... If you want to be like this good COD player, you know, just try to push yourself to be better. Like, and especially if you're going to put yourself in front of an audience and stream, then like, I better expect you to like be sweating all the time because that's the content I'm expecting when I watch you. It's not like I'm watching you just like, I mean, you know, I mean, unless it's like they have like a good personality, you know, then yeah, like they're a cool person. But like, I, I could understand why you might say like, you want to have relax a little bit, but like, you know what I'm saying? You, maybe you do that off stream, but like, yeah, you don't, you don't just be doing that on stream. Be like, yo, I just want an easy game. These people are swine. Right. I feel like I'm torn though, because I can understand the idea that, all right, <clears throat> the way Bungie doing, although I, I don't know, that's, this stuff is what we got to talk about, but I don't think trials is skill based at all. I don't think that matches our skill levels at all because we always go up in there with significantly overpowered teams, like I don't think that's that's <laughs> doing that at all. But I but I do remember that there was a change that happened with with Destiny, as far as how matchmaking was set up in regular modes. So I can understand if if people want to do something parallel to that for Call of Duty. But I just I don't know. I just feel like the the solution might be to just tune the algorithm for certain things, or just have like a ranked and an unranked playlist like other games do. Um, I, get, I mean, that's more or less what they want. That's yeah. kind of what they're crying about. They just want yeah. a spot to compete and a spot to just relax. That's yeah. all they're. Yeah, yeah, and I and I and I can get that. I just, I guess I, I guess if the complaint is just make an unranked, a ranked and an unranked, sure, fine, that's that's okay. But like the the concept of skill based matchmaking versus like turning it off, which it sounds like Chris, what you're saying is that's not what they're asking for. So I totally understand that. I just. It's interesting, yeah. I'm. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that Call of Duty probably should implement something where there is a ranked and an unranked. You know, it might help for accessibility standpoint, but I don't know what that looks like to manage. And 
based off of what we were talking about around where their focus is, you know, it might not be something that they care about. But I will yeah. say this, though. Oh, they don't. <laughs> well, I, I will say this, though, right? Because <clears throat> I think, and I guess this will go into what I think is the future of Call of Duty. So sorry, Manny, I may, may skip you a little bit on this one. But, you know, because um, <laughs> we were going to go in order. But either way, uh, what I see the future of Call of Duty being, obviously, is Warzone and, like, these standalone experiences of, okay... Like, Warzone is a service that will continue to live on through the life cycle of different Call of Duty games, right? So, it makes sense that when patch notes come out, there's a significant amount of patch notes for Call for Warzone compared to a Modern Warfare, which technically is, is already an outdated game, realistically, right? Like, like the, the, the structure that Call of Duty's always gone through is, you know, obviously there's a new game every year. Warzone is different, and it breaks the model, and it changes things a lot because... You know, obviously, it's independent of whatever year of Call of Duty has been released. So, I don't know what things look like with Blackout right now. Obviously, they just got a whole new season. I don't know what their patch notes look like. But I can tell you that the same team that's working on Warzone is not the same team that's working on Cold War. So, Mm -hmm. as far as, like, focus and whatnot, I mean, that sounds like it's more based on the studio. So, Mm -hmm. as, as far as, you know, people saying, like, oh, well, you know, like, people are more focused on Warzone than they are Black Ops multiplayer. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's a matter of one person's focus on one thing and one person's focus on another when it's completely different teams working on these games. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious yeah, yeah. to understand what that whole thing is about. I can maybe understand that with Modern Warfare because I think that the Infinity Ward team did have a lot to do with what was going on with Warzone. It's obviously using that engine, right. so on and so forth. Um, but I think now, like, there's a, a completely different. I think it's Sledgehammer. If I'm not mistaken for for black ops it's true no for warzone for warzone oh for warzone i'm sorry there's a separate team that's that's really just solely focused on warzone and it's not infinity war or treyarch anymore um so yeah treyarch is the one who's focused on cold war so i'm and i don't know if that's what you were referencing in particular but if anybody's complaining about you know them not focusing on warzone i'm sorry uh cold war like upgrades or patch notes or any of that type of stuff, that just seems weird because it has yeah. nothing to do with Warzone. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Warzone's the moneymaker, but like, there's a whole completely different studio focusing on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but to kind of get a little bit more into what I deem the fu- the future of quality and where things go, um, like I can see more of these standalone experiences. I personally think that they should be ripping zombies out <laughs> of. Uh, any one of these installments and just have it be its own thing as well. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things about this new season that just came out is the outbreak mode. I think it's really cool. Land and I were playing it the other day. Um, It's just different. It gives a different feel for zombies. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's a lot of small open world feel. Yeah. Yeah. Small open world field, very objective based. Um, You know, like it's, it's not exactly like a, a story mode per se or a campaign per se. Like there's definitely a lot more going on and it's a little bit more free flowing in that regard but i think more modes like that ripped out of a call of duty Mm -hmm. game and put into like a free-to-play model or whatnot i think that's the future of call of duty um Mm -hmm. and then you maybe you maybe you create these like campaign experiences as its own game its own 30 dollar game like okay here's here's black ops cold war campaign 30 dollars. boom all right whatever and then you know there's a there's a battle royale free to play. There's a zombies free to play, and then like an arena shooter free to play, and like that's their core element. And then you know you rip that out of the game. That's a way for them to continuously monetize on the game yearly, 
and then they can still charge you $30 for whatever like big marquee uh, campaign story that they want to tell. I think that's mm-hmm. the best route for them. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I know we mentioned a lot because like it sucks that we have to spend like, you know, basically sixty, seventy dollars now just to play zombies for you know, like a game that you know, if we could just cut it in half, like just, you know, give us a piece of the pie, you know what I'm saying? Seriously. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely do um agree with that part too. Uh hopefully one day uh you know, that can be a possible thing where they even, like, make it as, like, a free-to-play service where it's just, like, you know, you have these seasons, like, how Warzone is and everything like that. You got your characters, and you have these special events as well. Keep updating this so that make the game alive, uh, refreshed. Um, but for me, I feel like, you know, Battle Royale is going to be out for a while. Uh, and, you know, we've seen it for the past couple of years. Apex came out, you know, PUBG, the one that started it essentially um i feel like you know what i like about what warzone is is like is just you know they're trying to involve it with like the other games and i feel like if they keep on involving it around the other games and hopefully even updating the map in the future we still don't know anything about that we we were expecting um a new map for the cold war uh game but you know, still haven't heard anything. I mean, they did get the Mini Royale maps, so technically we got something, but... Mm. Like... <clears throat> don't... Nah, nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I love Rebirth. But... <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, like, I feel like they're just gonna keep on begging on this until, like, there's that, like, new thing. Like, nowadays, when you look at, you know, Call of Duty on Twitch, nine times out of ten, they're all playing Warzone, even though if, like, you know, Warzone has its own different section... You see, like people will say, like Modern Warfare, and you will see that they're playing Warzone. They're not playing the multiplayer anymore because it's like, like Battle Royale is just that big thing. Everybody just wants to see, like, you know, a, like a good streamer out here clapping cheeks in the lobby, as you know, <laughs> Chris's term. <laughs> and like, we should end with like end this now. I don't want to. It's also it's <laughs> also not <laughs> like behind a now. paywall though. That's the <laughs> other thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the. I, I, uh, like thanks for reminding me. I was gonna actually mention it too. It's like the thing about Blackout. Blackout was a good mode in Black Ops Four, but like the thing was, is like you had to pay sixty dollars just to play it. And what like what Infinity War did with Warzone, or like you know they just dropped out, dropped Warzone on a good time. You know, it's like that's when we're all being quarantined. And it was like all right, it's free to play. Everybody can just dive into play. Are you and saying then, like? Oh, you said you had to pay separate from. Black, Black Ops no. in itself, or like if you were someone that only wanted to play Blackout, you would still have to buy the whole game for sixty bucks. Is yeah, that what you're saying? What I, okay, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you would have to buy the whole Call of Duty experience just to play Blackout, which is like, you know, some people just don't want because like, if I could play Apex Legends, Fortnite for free, PUBG, PUBG, you have to pay. But like, you know, I'm saying why would I want to pay for this when I can play these other battle royale games for free? Which is like, you know, Apex is still like booming as it is. So, like, that's why Blackout probably didn't really succeed. But I think Warzone is just going to be, like, you know, I think, like Denzel said, like, Sledgehammer is, is taking care of the game, I think. And, you know, they're just going to keep on going, milking it out until, like, you know, they find out that big new game mode that, you know, just happens. Yeah, But, yeah, I, I think I think there's a key component to the fact that not only just Blackout, but, like, any one of these other modes, like zombies and all that stuff, like those things are behind a paywall. And in essence, <laughs> that's why they're not necessarily as popular on Twitch or any of these other platforms. Like 
you know, the fact that it's free to play is the biggest reason why it's this big. It's just that simple it, to, to me, at least. Like, obviously, it's mm-hmm. good, but, you know, having it be a free game that anybody can try at some level. That was a game changer. Yeah. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. That was a game changer. A lot yeah. of, you know, it was like, and you know what it felt like? If Sorry to cut you off, Danzel, but if it felt like um, when you open up your Xbox on Christmas, right? Or, like, you, you go to turn on your Xbox, sorry, on Christmas, you go to play a game, and now you have all of these new players playing X, like playing Call of Duty who just got an Xbox on Christmas, and they have no skill, and they're just playing. That's what it felt like when they came out with Warzone for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a big deal. And that's, big deal. I, I feel like skill base was hurt so hard, but um, because of, the, the you know, things like that, but. It was a big deal, and it was a game changer, and it still is a game changer. People still talk about how it's free, and they put so much effort into that game. Mm-hmm. They can't progress certain guns as fast as others if they don't buy Black Ops, if they don't buy Modern Warfare. But it, it's uh, it's it's amazing that they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I'm living proof. I would have yep. never even touched the game if uh, they didn't do that. So You would have. We would have convinced you. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I people know. have been trying to convince it this whole time. Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. If you love Warzone just as much as you do now, or if you like it just as much as you do now, just by watching it before paying for it, you would have been like, dang, I should probably get involved with that. I don't know, man. I think it would have taken him a lot longer. I think sure. so, too. For sure. You know, a lot of trauma. It's a lot of trauma, man. I was gonna say, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, Call of Duty would take like the routes of like Destiny, for example, where like they turn into like a free to play. But like, if you want to like, you know, play these new story mode or like have these new stories you want to play, you just play that, you know, for the expansion. Yeah, like that's exactly the way they should go. Yeah, like that definitely would like benefit like one like having all these people play you know the multiplayer which chris said was like nobody was even like caring about because like warzone came out the thing is if like if you have like something like multiplayer that's um free then like then you definitely have like more of an audience coming in the game even though call of duty is like a already huge franchise as is mm. okay yeah. Word. all right well in the interest of time you know we'll we'll jump over to uh our final kind of topic here, um, you know, in closing, since we talked a lot about Call of Duty and, you know, where we all started, where we think the franchise is going to go, um, you know, we'll end on a fun note here. So I just want to hear each of you guys kind of like favorite Call of Duty memory, like that one of those moments where it was just like, holy shit, like this is one of those things that can kind of only happen in Call of Duty. Uh, so, yeah, Orlando, I'll let you start off. Man, listen, I have so many memories. I I made one just yesterday. I had, in any case, my favorite Call of Duty memory was Modern Warfare Three. My first nuke. Ooh. Okay. My first nuke. I was playing. What map was I playing? I wrote it down. Resistance. Okay. <laughs> I was playing Resistance. <laughs> first nuke on Modern Warfare. I was using the MP5. And I was, it was a casual, like it was, it hit, like it hit me. I didn't focus on, I didn't even focus on it. I'm playing casually, sitting behind the bus, boom, 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 kills a couple people. Okay, cool. I killed six people, whatever. Okay, I got 10 people. Like, once you hit that 10 person mark, you're like, all right, I'm sweaty right now. Like, I'm going. <laughs> got 12, 15, kept going. And all of a sudden, I didn't even notice how, like, it got to the point where I knew I was at the 15 mark. I don't remember when I got close enough for the nuke. I just kept killing people with the MP5. Kept picking up ammo. 
and um, sit behind that bus. I see the nuke and the little thing moving. I'm like, I, I have it. This is my first nuke. <laughs> I better hurry up because this round's almost over. over. But this is my first <laughs> nuke. I call it in. I drop it. I obliterate everyone. And that was my favorite like Call of Duty memory that really stands out. <laughs> my very first nuke. Mm-hmm. And my Impressive. first. Yeah. Okay. Impressive. Impressive. <clears throat> Got the Moab. All right. But all right, Chris. What about you, man? What's your favorite Call of Duty moment? Um, shit. My favorite Call of Duty moment. It's not even anything crazy. It was just a part. I was playing a solo game months ago in Warzone. And um, it just made me laugh because it was me. And there was a guy in the truck. He was in a Bertha. And um, <laughs> tried to run my shit over. Right? So I had a proxy mine. And I threw it on the ground. And he charged straight at me in the Bertha. And I, like, kind of tried to bait him into the proxy. So then, like, he came at me, and I juked to the right. He missed, ran straight over my proxy mine. And he didn't kill me, but I'm looking at him like, why the fuck didn't it blow up? What the <laughs> hell is this, right? <laughs> so then he zoops, he, like, zips back around because he's determined to run me over. And I'm like, all right, let's do this again. So I, my dumbass is standing there, like, lined up with the proxy mine. <laughs> it's I'm clearly baiting you, man. Like I'm clearly baiting his dumb ass. And then it finally did blow up. And I was like, oh, oh okay, nice, nice. And then like That's it was the, the funniest thing ever. It was that. And then there was a guy who who downed me from a roof. And it was one of those classic moments of when he came off the roof and tried to bag me while I was resin. And then he let me get the res off too much. And he got killed. Oh, it was amazing. That felt great. He bagged me like nine times. He was just going for it, man. And he out. Yo, I'm at Oh, that's hilarious. I know he was big tight because you should have let me do that, man. How you? He bagged me like nine times. Yeah, he, he should have been paying attention, man. He should have been paying attention. He paid yeah. for it, though. All right, word, word. All right, thank you for that. So, uh, so Manny, what about you, man? What's your favorite moment? Yeah, I know you guys had your multiplayer moments, but I'm going to have to go with the campaign when uh, the finale, the, the first Modern Warfare trilogy, when uh, in the last mission you finally kill Makarov, I honestly, that that hit. What, Orlando, what? Oh, I'm, I'm in heaven with you right now. That, bro, when you, when you pull up, and you're out here with the juggernaut suit, and you're just like, <laughs> just blowing like the place up, just do 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 do, and like, oh man, just like the whole scene, with, like when like uh, he wraps around the wire on Makarov's head, and like the glass roof breaks, and this man is just hanging, and then Price is just like, all right, I killed this mofo, let me light up this cigar real quick and just smoke. Like that was like the most badass moment ever. You like. <laughs> Word, word. Okay. Nice. I got a, I had a couple moments, so it's tough to like pick one in particular, but I'll kind of skim through a, a couple different things here. So <clears throat> I would say overall, my, my, the, the thing that I enjoy the most playing Call of Duty is easily zombies. Like the, mm-hmm. and I can't pinpoint a particular time because there've been so many moments where like, and Orlando's been there, like you spent so much time running different Easter eggs in the game, like just freaking running around like <laughs> babysitting zombies babysitting zombies mm-hmm. running circles like oh like 
make sure you keep Round crawling. Round 43, keep crawling, like, crawling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a lot of a lot of fun and frustration in those moments where like somebody accidentally shoots a crawler when you're trying to like go run a certain part of the mission. Oh man, many times we've been screaming at each other. Like it, a lot of fun though, a lot of bonding moments in those times. Mm-hmm. Um, but another moment that really sticks out to me. And I don't know if, if this is something that any of you guys have done, because I know I haven't done it with you guys, but back in the original Modern Warfare, so Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, uh, like we used to play a lot of custom games, like a, a couple of groups, groups of my friends. Mm. Like we would actually play this like stupid game called Mike Myers, where like yeah. one person... <laughs> okay, so you guys know what it is. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. basically, like, you know, there would be one person who would be Mike Myers, and everybody would have to hide, and... Like <laughs> Mike Myers had to go find you, and like the only way he could kill you is it's with a party a knife. game. It was great. Yeah, it was great. It was a great party game. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. the only way he can kill you is with a like a, a actual knife or a throwing knife, bro. The amount of nonsense that we used to mm-hmm. do, bro, just like like juking people and shaking people out, like especially the people who were really bad with throwing knives. It was the most fun. <laughs> like oh mm. man. yeah, I, mm-hmm. I wish like they would bring that as like an actual mode because that was so much fun. <laughs> But yeah, that that's probably one of my one of my fondest college. We need to do that soon now. Now that you bring that up, Amen. we need to play Michael Myers on Modern Warfare. That's a that's a that's a you streaming can. night opportunity yeah. right there. We got to yeah, get some yeah, people yeah. together. Hey, definitely, yes, hey. sir. Okay, yeah. Everybody, keep an eye out for that. We, we see if we can get that going. But um, but yeah, before we head out, you know, the one thing I'll say, guys, to the viewers and the listeners. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you let us know what your favorite Call of Duty moment is down in the comments below. Please, please, please um, make sure to like and subscribe. Um, and then, you know, before we go, like we customarily do, Orlando, where can the people find you again? Mer? Listen, you can find me find me in my basement, first and foremost. All right. It ain't my mom's basement, but it's a basement. No, you can find me at omaxsauce.com. Check out, you know, check out my, uh, my stuff there. It's awesome. Official underscore Omaxos on Instagram, uh, twitch.tv slash Omaxos, and uh, Omaxos on Facebook Gaming. Awesome, hey. awesome. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you for that. Uh, so, Chris, anytime. you know, where can people find you, man? Oh, boy. As always, on everything, M-A-Y-2-5-T-H-X-X on <laughs> Everything. You gotta straight jacket it out, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and uh yeah, also Gmail, pen pal me. You know? All right. Pen pal Still me. looking for that pen pal. Find <laughs> find a person in like Singapore. Also don't forget twenty cents a day helps Chris get an Xbox Series X. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> I gotta I gotta do my side. I got you, homeboy. I got you. Oh man. <laughs> the goal is to make sure that Chris gets an Xbox Series X by May 25th. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, ooh, we're goal. making that happen. That we're making that happen. All right. Hey. Uh, Manny, where can we find you, man? Uh, you can find me anywhere. Twitch.tv slash GoomasterFlex. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are the same. Uh, GoomasterFlex underscore TTV. Uh, you know, hit me up. Let your boy know if you guys want to argue. You get the stress. all right (laughs) well for me uh you know i'm black ice 8 pretty much everywhere on xbox playstation steam twitter twitch uh 
Uh, you know, check me out, Black Ice Eight, and then on Instagram it's Black Ice Eight underscore Gaming. Um, and also make sure you check out the podcast on, or at least our our Instagram, uh, Xpack Pod. You know, Manny's doing a great job of keeping content going up there. Um, so you know, make sure to hit us up and check us out. You know, also we might need to we might need to outsource some people for this um, this Mike Myers match. So you know, hit us up. Let us know if you guys want to jump in on a stream like that. You know, get the viewers involved. I think that'd be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, as always, thank you guys for checking out this bonus episode. You know, we'll check you guys out next week. Peace. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.